Welcome to the Wedding Robes Podcast. This is the only show where you don't need clothes to travel the world. I'm Carly Consker, your host and personal travel guide. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Wedding Robes. I'm Carly Consker, and today I am coming to you guys from the Fairmont Hotel in Monte Carlo, Monaco. Yes, I'm in Monte Carlo. I am so excited to be here. I've been dying to come to Monaco for years, and I'm really excited. This is actually our first four-star hotel on Wen and Robes, and truly, I can tell the difference between a five- and a four-star hotel. There are certain amenities, certain luxuries. The rooms are typically a lot nicer, but the Fairmont is honestly a great choice if you're coming to Monaco and you don't want to shell out a fortune. This hotel is in a really great location. It is actually in walking distance to the casino, to the other hotels, to the ports, some of the restaurants, and a lot of the shops. So it is truly a great location. And Monaco itself is so tiny. Monte Carlo specifically so small that you can literally walk through all of Monaco in a few hours. It's insane. It is beautiful here. There are huge mega super yachts in the port outside my window. I have a beautiful view of the ocean and my room, as you can see behind me, I have a king bed. They were so sweet to change from feather to foam for me. As you guys know, I'm allergic and they were completely understanding and totally able to accommodate The bathroom in this room, there's two things I don't like. One is that there's no place to store anything. There's no place really to put your blow dryer, hair products, your toiletries. You really just have the sink. There's no drawers or cabinets or shelves to really store anything. So it's a big cluttered mess. And you have to keep some stuff on the floor because there's nowhere else to put it. So it's pretty hard when you're getting ready and you have like makeup and hair stuff and everything that you need, there's no place to put it. So it's a little overwhelming and crowded. That's one thing I don't like. The second thing I don't love is the shower doesn't have amazing pressure. It does have good heat for the most part, but it doesn't have great pressure. So I don't love that. And also it's a very deep tub. So when you step in it, it's really hard to get out of and it's slippery because it's all marble. So There's some pros and cons. That being said, it is a beautiful, clean bathroom, gorgeous white marble. The bed is a huge king bed. It was really comfy and cozy, even though they changed to foam. Sometimes when a hotel changes from feather to foam or whatever they have, the comforter isn't as comfortable, but this was great. I also have a beautiful balcony with a view of the ocean. It is truly such a great room. I will say when I first arrived, they've tried to put me in a room. It was the last room all the way at the end of the hallway. And this hotel is pretty large. (laughs) Like it's pretty big. So it would have been a schlep, especially in heels, to walk even from my room to the elevators. So I asked to be moved, not only because it was so far, but also when I walked in to the room, I killed a bug. And I'm terrified of bugs. But I'm going to be honest, I killed a bug and I was like, oh, hell no. Then I was like, there's no way that this is the room that I'm supposed to be in. So I called them and then they moved me to this room. This room's brighter, better view, bigger. This room is just 10 times better. So I'm staying actually on the first floor, which is below the lobby. 
and I believe this is room 1092. And it's a great view, great room. There is a lot of construction outside this hotel because the prince's principality has expanded and there's construction. Not on my side, but on the other side of the hotel. So I'm currently in the Fairmont Hotel Robe. And it has an F for Fairmont. I'm also in the men's slippers. What I hate is when a hotel does men and women's slippers, but the men's slippers are the ones that fit. The women's, they think that we have tiny little feet. I'm sorry, most women don't. And so I'm in the men's slippers. I don't like the slippers because there is a trim across, which makes it tight on the foot. But the men's slippers are dark gray and they have an F on it for Fairmont. And the women's are a white slipper with the same trim and that makes it tight width wise across your foot so not my favorite slippers but I am wearing them and I'm wearing the robe the robe is big it's not that comfy or soft on the inside the outside's a lot softer I would say it's pretty much like terry cloth on the inside but it is thick and plush but not the softest so I am only in Monaco for a day and a half it was a really quick trip I really wanted to stop by here on my way to my next destination, which you guys will find out about. But Monaco is so tiny. So today I walked from the old town where the Prince's Palace is and saw the Prince's Palace, saw the changing of the guard. First of all, changing of the guard is so underwhelming. The guard changes at 11.55 every day. And there was a sign that said no changing of the guard today. So I don't know, maybe they didn't do the formal changing of the guard. But what I saw was one guard get out, one guard go in, and that was it. There was nothing to it except for one left, one came in, and that was it. It was truly underwhelming. And especially in the rain, yes, it was pouring rain on and off today, And then it got gorgeous out by tonight and this afternoon, which was so lucky because who wants to be a Monaco in the rain? But I was still able to explore and walk around and go to the shops and go walk from the old town to my hotel. And let me tell you how I did this. So I had a taxi take me five maybe 10 max minutes up to the old town, dropped me off in front of the Prince's Palace. There's a bunch of like tchotchke stores. You can get some touristy if you want like a Monaco shirt or an F1 shirt. And it's very much like a touristy little shops in those streets up there. But there's also people who are working (laughs) up in the old town. I saw there was like a post office, I believe there was a church and I believe a judge I saw walk by and he was wearing like some garb and I'm pretty sure he was like a judge or something of that stature. I'm not positive, but from what I saw, pretty sure he's a man of the law. But that being said, I walked around. It was really cute, beautiful. Even in the rain, I grabbed myself an umbrella at one of the stores and it was so nice to see and on either side of the old town you have two different ports so you have port hercules i believe it's called and then you have the smaller port to on the other side and it was just beautiful to see there's also a park where you have great views of the port great views of the ocean 
I'm going to butcher this, and I feel like my brother, who's a veterinarian, is going to make fun of me. But there was a massive oceanic museum. And if you have kids and you're in Monaco, definitely go check that out. It looked really cool. I did not go inside of it. But from the outside, it looked like it would be a good time, if especially if you have kids. So I spent about like two hours or so up in the old town just walking around, exploring. You probably only need like an hour to hour and a half. But I decided to take my time. I took some photos. And it was just really beautiful. Even in the rain, it was really nice to just explore and walk around. And then I decided to walk down past the port to see like all the restaurants and stores and trying to get my bearings since I've never been to Monaco before. So I walk all the way down and it wasn't that bad, honestly. So I walked down. I saw an F1 statue. I saw a few F1 statues. Okay, if you're not familiar, Formula One Really popular, really big. If you haven't seen on Netflix, go watch F1 on Netflix. Daniel Ricardo, hot. Lewis Hamilton, hot. Like, go watch F1 if you haven't. These are crazy Formula One drivers who are at the top of their game. Really fun to look at and really hot, but also crazy stuff goes down. So obviously, Monaco is one of the most famous Grand Prix race courses. And my hotel, the Fairmont, is on the racetrack of where the Grand Prix is held every year in Monaco. So if you've ever watched the Grand Prix in Monaco, you know that there's the Fairmont hairpin. It's a really famous turn and it's a really famous curve during the race. And it's very difficult. So That's right outside my hotel, and you have to actually go on the hairpin to get to my hotel, which is really exciting. Anyway, let's go back to my journey from the old town to my hotel. So I walk through the port. I see some statues for F1. Really exciting since I'm currently on an obsession of F1 on Netflix. And I go through a tunnel and end up on the other side where the entrance of the hotel is. And for someone that's Never been to Monaco, didn't use Google Maps, didn't use anything. I just kind of went with my instincts, looked in my surroundings, and I made it back home. So if you're coming to Monaco, this hotel also has a lot of amenities. It has a spa. It has a beautiful gym with every machine possible. I was actually really surprised. They have a rowing machine, treadmills, bikes. They have Pilates room and they have different classes if you want to take classes here. They have every size and weight imaginable, medicine balls, whatever you need for your workout. I'm 95% sure it is in this gym. It's beautiful. I worked out there. It felt actually really good to work out after a week of shoving my face with pasta in Milan and not working out. So it was a nice little visit. I did a quick like 30 to 40 minute in the gym before dinner. And I was really happy afterwards. You never feel bad after the gym. So if that's something you want to do on vacation, go right ahead. You don't have to by any means. I wasn't even expecting to go myself, but it felt really good afterwards. And I was happy I went because this gym is exceptional. So the restaurants at the Fairmont, there's a few. They have a Nobu downstairs. Yes, the famous Nobu. And no, they do not have the passion fruit sake. I called an ass and they were like, we don't have flavored sake here. And I go, I guess it's not every Nobu, but they have it in LA. They have it in New York. So if you've never tried the passion fruit sake, I highly recommend it. But they don't have it in Monaco. 
So they do have a Nobu downstairs. Upstairs on the seventh floor, they have Horizon Rooftop, which you can have breakfast at from 7 o'clock to 11 a.m. Or you can also have lunch there. And I believe they also serve dinner. I'm not positive, but I know for sure they serve breakfast and lunch. And then across from Horizon, there's Nikki Beach. And Nikki Beach, there's many locations around the world. This Nikki Beach is around the pool at the Fairmont. So one thing that I don't love is that the pool is Nikki Beach. There's not a separate pool for hotel guests. You have to go to Nikki Beach if you want to enjoy the pool at this hotel. So that's unfortunate because it's very expensive and not always enjoyable, especially if you're here to relax and don't want music blasting in your head. This hotel probably isn't for you. But I don't love that the only pool here is the pool at Nikki Beach. So Nikki Beach is a restaurant. I had honestly a great Caesar salad. The chicken was okay. I wouldn't have gotten the chicken next time, but the Caesar was great. It was massive. And I'm here solo, so I'm one person. And it was huge. I also tried the tuna tartare with truffle. I honestly didn't love it. I really didn't eat much of it. And I also got one of their signature drinks. It was a spin on a Moscow mule. It was with vodka and passion fruit, and it was fine. It was very sweet and foamy. I don't know if that's a weird description for a drink, but it's true. And I didn't love my drink. I love my Caesar salad, but didn't love the tuna. So it was kind of a miss for me, but for others, it may be a hit. So check it out. Make your own opinion about it. And it's not the end of the world, but it's just something that I noticed and didn't love, especially because around the pool, they have this day bed lounges. And at Nikki Beach, you have to pay for those beds, like for the lounges. And those are the lounges around the pool. So it's really unfortunate for hotel guests to not be able to just sit by the pool and relax for free. I think it's a little gross in my mind, but that's my opinion. And you guys can make your own opinion. But for me, if I'm coming to a hotel, I want to be able to relax by the pool and not think twice about it. So let's get into robing after dark because we are in Monaco. There's a lot of nightlife here, great restaurants. You can find restaurants here that you can find a lot of other places, but there's just something special about being in Monaco. This place is beautiful and be prepared to spend a lot of money here. Like I know you know that going into it. It is Monte Carlo. It is Monaco. You know the reputation, but just be prepared. So my first night here, I went to Gaia, and Gaia has been my favorite meal in Monaco so far. It was so delicious, really pretty, beautiful. Make sure you make a reservation because they get packed and filled and they will not be able to accommodate you. But I found the best rosé ever. It's called Minuti, and it was delicious. I had about three to four glasses, yes, by myself all night. <laughs> but Gaia is a Greek restaurant, Mediterranean. I had incredible fava dip, tzatziki, grilled octopus. And then for my main course, I had Dorado, simply grilled. It was absolutely delicious with lemon and not a single bone in sight. It was so, so yummy. I couldn't recommend it more. I was so stuffed afterwards. I couldn't get dessert, but it was absolutely to die for. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Came with pita and the bread there was absolutely 
scrumptious. I truly highly recommend Gaia. It is five-minute walk from my hotel. It was right up the staircase. It was great. And I will give one tip that my concierge gave me. She said, if you can fit sandals in your bag, wear sandals and change into heels right before you get to the restaurant because everything here is a walk. So I did that and I was really happy that she recommended it because I wouldn't have thought of it otherwise. I also had lunch today at Cafe de Paris. I believe that's what it's called. I truly, I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, but it's late here. I'm shooting this podcast before I head out in the morning because I'm leaving really early. So I wanted to get this podcast in, but I ate at Cafe de Paris at Hotel de Paris. I'm so sorry if I mix that up, but (laughs) it's right diagonal from the Monte Carlo Casino And I had a great lunch. I had this amazing shrimp and avocado dish with Granny Smith apples. It was absolutely to die for. I had some palm frites, french fries, and they gave me a baguette with my meal. It was so yummy. I would eat it 100 times. And it was very light for lunch besides the french fries, but it was a great refreshing lunch, especially on a hot day. I also ate at Koya while I was here. It is a Mexican restaurant. They have the most amazing tuna tacos. I absolutely love them. Their chicken skewers were pretty good, but not to die for. The guac was good, but again, nothing out of the ordinary, except it was made table side. It's not like you get to pick what goes into it. They just bring it and then chop it up in front of you. It was good, but not life-changing. I also had this shrimp and rice dish, which wasn't great. I didn't love it. Honestly, the tuna tacos were the big winner of the meal. And for dessert, my waiter recommended this chocolate mousse, which wasn't chocolate mousse. It was avocado mousse with a chocolate shell. And I just took a bite and go, should have gotten the freaking churros. And I was right. I should have gotten the freaking churros. And I didn't. And they still charged me for this horrible avocado mousse dessert that I barely touched. And they weren't even concerned that I didn't touch it. It was literally sitting there for almost 30 minutes. And I I had taken one bite and that was it. And he didn't even ask me if I didn't like it or anything. He did not care. He was like, I'm charging this girl no matter what. It is what it is. You bite the bullet. I tried it. Some things work. Some things don't. But I should have went with my gut and not with the waiter. So if you're looking to go out at night, there's a really famous club called Jimmy's. Unfortunately, it wasn't open on the days that I was here because I was here during the week and it's only open on Fridays and Saturdays. But in July, it will start opening on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There's also this club called Twigga. I didn't get to go. I believe there was a private wedding or something in the area tonight. I passed it on my way to dinner but I decided to shoot a podcast instead of checking it out, but a friend highly recommended it to me. I was also told to go to Sass Cafe, and let me tell you about Sass Cafe. I called my concierge to double-check on some suggestions I've gotten from friends of friends. So I asked my concierge, I said, what's the deal with Sass Cafe? Is it fun? Should I go there to grab a drink after dinner? And she said, Madame, that's where men go for services, to get serviced. And I go, what? 
And she goes, yes, that's where men go looking for services. And I go, excuse me? She's like, yeah, at the beginning of the night, it's fine. But like towards the end of the night, that's where men go to find someone to service them. And I go, okay, I'm not going there. I'm not servicing any men, nor do I want to be with men that are going there to be serviced. So that was crossed off the list immediately. There's also Riscos, which is at the very beginning of the port when I was coming down from the old town. I actually passed it and it looked like it would be fun. I didn't have time to check it out. But if you're here, definitely check it out. Go to Jimmy's, go to La Riscos, go to Bar American. It's an older crowd, but I hear it's an incredible place to grab a drink before or after dinner. Definitely check it out. I'm sure it is an incredible vibe, and I recommend it while you're in Monaco. So let's get into in-robe dining. I unfortunately will not be reviewing chicken fingers, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets today, and I will tell you why. So I called room service and asked if they had chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, and they said they actually do have chicken nuggets. So I was really excited about it, really happy that they had chicken nuggets, was not expecting it. So I placed an order for chicken nuggets and french fries, obviously crispy, obviously a lot of ketchup, and I get a call back about 30 seconds later, and the nice man at room service goes, Madam, so sorry, but there's nuts on the outside of the chicken nuggets. And I go, hold up. You're telling me there are nuts on the exterior of the chicken nugget. And these were his words, not mine. He said, yes, on the envelope of the chicken nugget. So now I'll be calling breading an envelope from now on. But he said, the envelope may have nuts. He goes, not like a walnut, but like there might be a small nut or seed crushed in there. So now I'm trying to understand who puts nuts in breading because I've never heard of it. And second of all, if it was a sesame seed, I could have that. But if it's a peanut or a cashew or an almond, I cannot. And he couldn't really explain because language barrier and also he's not the chef, so he doesn't really know. And they were pre-made and the chef was gone and they would have been heating them up. So now I'm just confused that there's nuts on the outside of a chicken nugget, so I cancel my order. I really wanted to try the chicken nuggets and I couldn't comprehend that there possibly could be nuts on the outside of a chicken nugget. It just never something that ever crossed my mind. I thought, oh, maybe it's fried in peanut oil. That would make sense if a franchise fried in peanut oil or a nuggets fried in peanut oil, but that was not the case. So a few minutes later, I call him back and I say, you know what? Let me try the chocolate mousse. And I see you have some ice cream, so throw in some haagen Dogs ice cream. So tonight on the strip down, we are stripping down a chocolate mousse. So... Let's get into it. This is the official ship down and in-road dining for the Fairmont in Monte Carlo, Monaco. So they gave me this beautiful chocolate mousse. It has a little Fairmont chocolate on it. It has a little Fairmont chocolate on it and little nuggets of joy, I guess. They're little balls of joy. Sorry, balls of joy. I asked if those had nuts. They say no, so I'm going to trust them. Then they gave me 
Hagen dogs cookies and cream, which is melted probably by now because I've been talking so much. Not the smartest move I've ever made. But let's get into it. Let's try the chocolate mousse at the Fairmont Hotel in Monaco. You hear that crunch? Not the same crunch we're used to with French fries, but we got some crunch. Honestly, I'm a chocolate mousse girl. I love chocolate mousse. This is delicious. It's smooth, not too rich, not too sweet, fluffy, melts in your mouth. Happy I got it. While we're here, we might as well try some melted cookies and cream hog and dogs ice cream as though I've never had it before. Had it a million times. Comes with a little spoon, individual sized. Mmm, with chunks of Oreo cookie. Mm mm mm. Let's take one more bite and then I will rate the chocolate mousse. I would give this chocolate mousse an 8 6. I'm giving it an 8 6 because it could always go up, it could always be better. Plus, there's a one chocolate mousse that I love that is in upstate New York. Can't get it anywhere else. It is so divine to die for. They serve it with a chocolate chip cookie, so that really elevates it. But that chocolate mousse is one of the best in the world. This is really good. Like if you're coming to this hotel, I definitely recommend you getting this for dessert. But I'm giving it an 8.6. That is a great score. And I'm a really happy gal. So that's my trip down and that's my review of the Fairmont in Monte Carlo, Monaco. Thank you guys for listening and watching. I'm Carly Consker and I will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow us on Instagram at Pod. And while you're there, you might as well follow me at Carly Consker. See you next time.